You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again. We are so excited to be here, excited. And I tell you, this is going to be a show that you definitely want to grab a pen, call a friend, get ready to be inspired. We're going to do some deep sea diving deep sea diving. So get your snorkels ready because this is going to be some hot stuff coming at you guys that is 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 fresh from the throne, okay? This person that we have today, um I call him pastor, but he has lots and lots and lots of titles, of course. But this is James H Carpenter Barnes and he is a Christian author and a public speaker. He is a writer and he writes supernatural fiction. Um, that actually inspires people all around the world. Um, he, its books are scripturally based, and uh, he writes with personal development. Um, his first novel, Between the Ticks of the Clock, is his in the second edition. It received nominations for outstanding fiction by the American, um, by the African American Arts Alliance of Chicago, and it received the Literary Titan Book Award. His best-selling book entitled Looking for God, Look No Further, Look Within, it contains spiritual principles for creating vision and achieving goals. It, he practices so many different things. I mean, he has so many accolades. I could go on and on and on. He is a co-host of JW Fusion. He also is has his own show, Shattered Ceilings. Um, he is an author, an entrepreneur, a father, a speaker, well-renowned speaker. He is a man of God. We call him lovingly pastor (laughs) every time we talk to him. But he has also uh, some shows on the Creative Motion Network, which is on Roku, which is your spirit life. So uh, there's so much that we have to to get in on on this little bit of time that we have. So we just want to jump right in there and hear this awesome, awesome man of God. Um, I want to talk to him about some of his books and some of the other things that he has going on. So welcome, welcome, Pastor James H. Carpenter Barnes. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me, Sheila. (laughs) You know what? We want to jump right in here and talk about Between the Ticks of the Clock. How did you come up with that idea? And that book is so rich. I know my son, Michael, just loves it. It talks about the spiritual entwines of of, uh, this family and this gentleman. Tell us a little bit about Between the Ticks of the Clock. Well, that particular novel started out as... Uh, something that was aimed toward the business community. Because at that time, I was doing real estate finance. And I'd Mm -hmm. I'd done real estate finance for like 20 years. I'd owned my own commercial mortgage company. Mm -hmm. And I'd worked for various banks. And um, I left the industry when I started writing this book. And I actually quit Mm -hmm. the last bank because I wanted to finish uh, between the ticks of the clock. Mm -hmm. And... Just when I did made up my mind, I'm quitting. I received a 
a a lucrative offer mm. from a realty company that wanted me to be their exclusive lender. So all of their wow. real estate deals would go through me, mm. which that would be a lot of money. I mean, that's <laughs> six figures guaranteed. And I was already making six figures doing something else. Mm. But I made a decision. I'm going to finish this book. And I'm so glad I did because my entire, the entire trajectory of my life shifted wow. with the publishing of that book. And mm-hmm. it's about it's the story of a young man in his mid in his mid forties who mm-hmm. has a problem, has wrestled with fear his entire life, mm-hmm. and he's his family despises him. His wife can't stand him. His children have no respect for him. Like today's world, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And but he has an encounter with these angelic beings, and he finds out that he has a destiny. Mm. And what's so interesting about it is that it paralleled my own life in some ways. And and what's really, really spooky, Sheila, is Mm. after having written, the the book has been out for going on three years now. Yeah. And I'm having experiences with angels now. Wow. I mean, similar to what went on in the book. And so there are things being revealed to me and truths Mm. being shown to me that are uh, d- designed to shift and to change people's lives. Wow. Now, you, yeah. when you say speaking to angels, I mean, some people are into it, some people understand it, um, which is really, really powerful because in back in the day in the Bible times, angels spoke to people. Angels appeared, yes. like angel came to Mary and said, you're going to have a child. And, and she was like, you know what? So that's something that's really common in biblical times. So when you talk about it modern day, angels... Mm-hmm. Of speaking to you or just, you know, seeing those visions. Um, for those that don't know um, about that deep sea diving, kind of explain a little bit. Does it come to you in inspiration? Are you hearing a okay. voice? Kind of okay. break it the down way, for those. The way angels work is this. I just did a teaching on it, on your spirit life, about mm-hmm. understanding the language of angels. Okay. You, you Number one, you cannot pray for an angel mm-hmm. because angels do not respond to your English tongue. They Mm. do not respond to your language. Wow. Angels respond to two things, our imagination and our emotions. Mm. The reason that the angels appeared in the book of Daniel, that angel appeared to him because he was in a, a place of turmoil. He needed an answer. He was in distress. He was at an emotional Mm-hmm. Uh, he was emotionally wrung out wow. from his circumstance. And those angels responded to his fasting and his sincerity and his passion. Wow. And his fervor is what caused those angels to fight through the Prince of Persia mm-hmm. to get there to deliver him the word, deliver the word of the Lord to him. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Mary. Mary, when she was with child, she wasn't, they weren't married. Mm. So that's a that's that's a poo-poo back then. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's a no-no. Yeah. And so she's at her wit's end. So she's emotionally distraught. Now, the Bible doesn't bear this out because a lot of the Bible has been stripped away. A lot of mm. the truths have been stripped away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are there's a book called the 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 sword of Moshe, which okay. is the sword of Moses. Mm. And it was supposed to have been a part of the Torah. And it contains instructions on how the Hebrews 
would contact angels, how you went about it. Mm. And so it's really interesting um, that the emotional response that we get, people having a car accident, you hear about it all the time. Mm -hmm. A man appeared out of nowhere and pulled me out of the car. Wow. You're in in an emotional a roller coaster right then you are at the point of death you can't be more afraid than you you feel your life is over mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so there's an image in your mind of your impending death and there's a mm-hmm. an, a strong emotion happening and that's when angels show up wow that's when they respond wow. now god himself he answers our prayers the holy mm-hmm. spirit responds to prayers mm-hmm. uh the lord jesus responds to prayers because yeah. he ever lived making intercession for the saints. Mm-hmm. But angels, it's different. Wow. It's and you very know, different. that's why you guys have to get a pen and write some things down because uh, this is a person that will take you, like I said, deep sea diving. We're not snorkeling on top of the water. We're going to go deep today. Um, you talk about angels and speaking to angels and things. And people are looking for some type of inspiration. They're looking for something. They're looking for answers, especially going through this pandemic that we're in. People were Mm -hmm. thrust into a home environment, homeschooling their children, not being able to have recreational activities that they were used to. They're looking for something. And when you, when you, your other book, Looking for God, Look No Further, it's just a perfect um, book for times like this. You know, you talk about angels, but now that we know about angels and angels can speak to us, what about looking for God? People are looking for something. When you say, look no further, look within, what does that mean to the average person? Look within. Most religions that were birthed during the age of Pisces, which is the past 2000 years, Mm -hmm. That was the beginning of a monotheistic or the continuation of a monotheistic uh, belief system. So Hinduism, uh, Buddhism, Christianity, mm-hmm. Islam, all of these religions were formed and established over the last 2,000 years. Okay. But there was another several thousand years before the age of Pisces mm. where people had belief systems they weren't monotheistic. Mm. And if you really think about it, the book of Genesis, when the Bible says in the beginning, God, yeah. the word God is Elohim, which is plural. Mm. Eloha is God. Elohim is plural. Mm. And then Genesis 126 says, and God said, let us mm. make man in our image. And Genesis, the ninth chapter or the 11th chapter, when God went down to the Tower of Babel, he said, let us mm. go down okay. and see what they, what these, what these people have done, who what, there's nothing shall be restrained from them because mm-hmm. of what they have imagined to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a, do, there's a plurality there. We understand the Godhead mm-hmm. and there are other belief systems that also have a, a triune Godhead. Okay. So there's so much we don't know. And there's Mm. so much that the ancient text, they parallel each other. So when I wrote Looking for God, Mm. God told me, he said, I wanted to write the book for the business community again, because that's where I was. Because I went through a thing where I was really, I was really frustrated with Mm. the organized church world. I was really frustrated. And 
and disappointed. I used to travel and run revivals, and but the things I encountered left a bad taste in my mouth, so okay. to speak. Yeah. Not with the creator, but with people. Yeah. And so when I was writing this book, the Lord told me explicitly, he said, I want you to write this book for my people. Mm. Now, what does that mean? People who are people of faith. Okay. Not necessarily that they're Protestant or Catholic. Okay. Okay. That they're Jewish or 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 Hindu or whatever. Right. It says he said my people. Mm. Now what I got out of that is Jesus said I have a flock that you know not of. Exactly. Jesus mm. said that. Mm. So there are things we don't understand that are so far beyond. Hmm. I mean, come on, we only use three to 5% of our brain. <laughs> How much can we know? And some people aren't using that, I don't think. That exactly, exactly. You know. So we, we really don't have room hmm. to, to, to try to dictate who God is. Yeah. And so that book is designed and intended to inspire you to find the God within you. Okay. Hmm. Because the scriptures tell us that if you abide in me, and my word abide in you. I will, I and my father will come yeah. and make our abode with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're taught, and, and I mean, we and we kids going to Sunday school, you put your hands together and you look up into the sky. Into the sky, yeah. Well, God is omnipresent. So that mm-hmm. means he's not just above you. He's right next to you. Yes. Not only is he right next to you, he's behind you. Mm. Not only is he behind you, he's beneath you. Yes. Not only is he beneath you, he's inside you. Yes. Yes. That's and key. that was the the thing, the thrust of between the ticks of the clock. Mm-hmm. The, the the protagonist in that book discovered the God within him. Wow. Wow. That the angels enhanced and ex- expanded and enabled him to develop angelic abilities. Mm. I will even begin to talk about the spirit body that we have within us mm. that can be transformed into a body of light. Wow. Either in this life or once death has taken place. There's a there's a record of about 106 people mm. who have literally transformed their bodies into a supernatural um version of who they were. Wow. Because of the the meditation and them giving themselves over to the power of the creator, not just to religion. Mm. And that's what looking for God is all about. It's about breaking the mold and the shell and the shackles of religion and freeing your mind to think on a limitless basis that there's no wall tall enough, Mm. no wall thick enough, no wall Mm. deep enough that you can't break through and discover your gifting, your talent, your ability mm-hmm. that you were born into the earth mm-hmm. to demonstrate and the obligation that you have to fulfill that gifting. Wow. That, you know, I love this book because um, when we purchased the book, I'm understanding, you know, you, you, like I said, you do such a deep sea diving. Um, this book really, really inspires you to let go of the past failures and the past yes. fears. And it helps you to locate your gifting, you yes. know, as you understand it and to move towards a more 
extraordinary life. And I know yes. the time that we've known you, our life has changed, it's shifted. The books that you've brought to us, not only the books, but just the simple things that you've talked to us when we're just doing something, you'll explain something about the first watch and the second watch. And you take things from the Bible and you break it down to a molecular structure so that even the little simple a child can even understand it. Mm-hmm. And and it takes you to a whole nother level. And so I do understand that now when you say, you know, looking for God, you know, look no further, look within, because just listening to you um, as you explain some simple things to us um, as we're in production and doing different things, we get so much meat out of what you say to the point where we get the meat and we're chewing on the bone. As they say, you know, in your yeah. in your television show, Shattered Ceilings, um, which is on Creative Motion Network now currently, um, that show focuses on something, some of these things like you're talking about, you know, looking for God and looking thin and and angels. You explain so much in that television show, Shattered Ceilings. Why that title and what is the point that you're trying to get across? in those episodes as you're explaining to people about having an extraordinary life? Well, they used to talk about, in the in corporate America, they used to talk about a glass ceiling for women mm. and minorities, that there's a ceiling there, but you can't see it. Mm. It's there. Okay. And if you try to go through it, you will bump your head. <laughs> and it's, it's, tempered, it's tempered strong glass that is designed to be unbreakable. Wow. But... So shattered ceilings is about shattering mm. the ceilings of limited thinking. Okay. Because to have a ceiling, you have to have walls. Mm. So if you have a ceiling over you, you've got walls in front of you, behind yeah. you, on the yeah. right, and on the left. You're right. You cannot have a ceiling without a wall. Yeah. So the walls hold up the ceiling and support mm-hmm. the ceiling mm-hmm. to keep you locked in. And so my my purpose, my mandate, mm-hmm. God told me September of 1982 at 12.35 p.m. Mm-hmm. at the Egan Lab in Schaumburg, Illinois. Wow. I was taking samples out of, a, out, of a, out of my van. I'd taken samples to a lab. And the Lord spoke to me and said, your mandate is to, te- is to gather my people together and mm-hmm. teach them that they might teach others, instruct wow. them that they might instruct others that they may escape my wrath, which is to come. Mm-hmm. And so I'm th- at that time, I was on a radio station that mm-hmm. was broadcasting in Illinois, uh, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Okay. And so it was w- the most powerful Christian radio station in our area at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm thinking that he was talking immediately. Mm. Well, this was... 28 years, 20, almost 29 years ago. Now. Wow. And I'm um, just, just last year, mm. um, I began really experiencing that when Shattered Ceilings launched and then your spirit life began. Mm-hmm. And I had that platform, I could, but I could say mm-hmm. the things that God had given me. Right. And, but- and, and it's not for everybody. Wow. It's not for everybody. Wow. It's for people who are leaders, mm. people who are to feed other people. Now it's you, not for everybody. I I don't have, I'm not one who mm-hmm. has a large, I'm not a big crowd person. Okay. Okay. I'm not a large crowd person. I'm, I'm, that's just my designation mm-hmm. and I'm, and I accept that and I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand 
that some people are are for large crowds and okay. some people are to minister and to serve those who are for large crowds. Right. Right. So that's my that's my focus is to inspire, to motivate and to share. Okay. Uh, recently I was Wendy and I were meditating together, mm-hmm. which is something we rarely do. Mm. And at the end of that, um, I heard, I hear, I mm. speak, wow. I become, I am. Mm. What that means is what we hear mm-hmm. goes into our heart and we speak yes. those words. And we, as the things we speak is what we become. Okay. And as we become, we begin to be and not do. There's mm. a difference in doing and being. Wow. I can get on a bus and I'm driving the bus, but I'm not a I'm not being a bus driver because right. I'm not authorized. Right, right. But if I'm licensed and I'm authorized, now I'm being a bus driver. Mm. Okay. So that's the difference between a person that's just doing and, and a person that's authorized to be. Wow. And once you move into the place of being, you move into the status of I am, which mm. is a reflection of your creator. Wow. You mentioned Life Imagined. Um, tell us a little bit more about the Life Imagined uh, programs that you have. I know you have some coming up and um, had some in the past. Tell us about the Life Imagined and what is that all about? I know that Wendy um, is one of your co-hosts for that. And I think Cheryl, another uh, co-host you have. Tell us about yes, Life Imagined um, and what that can do for um, you know a person tuning in. Well, Life Imagined was something God gave me back in 2016. Mm. He told me to write a business plan for it. It was it was originally called All I Imagine. Wow. And okay. he and he gave me that and he said, I want you to write a business plan for it. And I've been working on it and writing it and you know and so what it is, it's a teaching vehicle. Okay. That I that we utilize to share like the truths I'm sharing now. We okay. do it in a because we launched it during COVID yeah. of all times. Wow! To launch, we launched it during COVID, mm. and so we've had several master classes, and we invite people with various talents. We mm-hmm. we just did a business seminar uh, for February, and then in January we had soar, okay. which is. Um, you know, soaring above the challenges and uh, limitations that life presents. And so we had, in December, we had a different class and another class. Um, I taught a class on taking on sunlight. Mm. People do not understand the power of solar energy on the human body, how it Mm. affects the brain, Mm. how it begins to illuminate those areas of the brain that we typically don't utilize. Mm. has what's called um, X factor, which activates the dark DNA that we have in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Our bodies have enough DNA to go back and forth. If you strung it all together, wow. it can go back and forth to the moon 500 times. Wow. Wow. So that's, that's a lot of DNA, but mm. we only use mm. 90, 95% of that DNA. The rest is dark DNA that the medical field and scientists don't know what it is. Okay. And it's interesting that 95% of our galaxy, scientists can't see. We only see 5%. When you see all the, the pictures yeah, of the Milky Way and, and everything, the, and the nebula, yeah. that's only 5% 
of the entire universe. Which is mind-boggling because yeah. there's so much more that we can't see. And God yes. created all of this. Yes. And uh, there's other worlds and other places out there. It's really interesting um, because people laugh about aliens coming here from another planet or something. But there is much more than the eye can see. You are so right in just, you know, learning and doing research on those types of things. Because we look up, we see the stars, and we're wowed at the Milky Way yeah. and the galaxies. And there's billions yes. and billions and billions of planets and yes. billions of galaxies and, that yes. are out there. And so it is really amazing. And there's a song that uh, talks about an awesome God, you know, and things oh, like yeah. that, indescribable God. And he is indescribable. When and even that when he, falls short. <laughs> yes, because you talk about how the fact that he can relate to us just through his, yeah. his creatures like angels, who's yeah. something that yeah. he created. And he can speak to us through angels and other means of inspiration and different things. Um, when you talk about breaking the shattered ceiling so that even those messages can get through to yes. us from God and things like that. And yes. even how he told you to speak to his children with life, imagine and the, the messages and the things that you have for his children, uh, which is yeah. so impactful and well, things like also that. Also, I wanted to mention this too, Sheila, that mm -hmm. this coming Saturday at 11 a.m., okay. I'm doing a seminar on the, the language of the imagination and mm -hmm. how it impacts our lives and how we can enable our minds to, which generates the imagination, to, mm -hmm. to get the mind to feed that image to the heart and accept it as true mm. because the doubt comes from the mind. Yes. The, the idea comes there, but the mind doesn't believe it. The heart believes it. But the mind says, well, wait, wait, wait. This is a multi-million dollar project. This is going to require $27 million for you to launch this. Wow. You've got $37 in your bank account mm. and you need $27 million? That's illogical. I cannot accept that as true. Wow. So wow. now... You have a burning desire, a passion in your heart mm. for this initiative, this project, this idea. Mm. It could be a movie. It could be a film. It could be wow. any number of things. But your mind is saying that that does not compute. I'm sorry. The analytical mind is your greatest adversary. Mm. So I'm teaching a class on how to bring that area of our being into a heart-mind coherence mm -hmm. where nothing shall be impossible to you. Wow. That you dare to believe if you come into that place of unity and you can imagine it. If you can imagine it with a heart-mind coherence, there's nothing you can't do. Wow. If you can believe it and achieve it, you can see it, you can achieve it. Yes. Um, it, you know, when I talk about JW Fusion with your lovely, lovely wife, Wendy B., as I call her, um, JW Fusion, why did you decide to do J, JW Fusion. And what is that podcast all about? Because there's a lot of people that need to tune in to get more information because there's so many levels that you all come in through media, you know, through podcasts and television shows yeah. and and uh, different, you know, through the, the, the internet and, and streaming services. There's so much that you all have to give. Um, what about the JW Fusion for that person out there that wants to get information on JW Fusion. What is that all about? And how does that show speak to the listeners? Well, JW Fusion is our, it's called, the, the podcast is called Intentional Success. Mm. You cannot be successful in anything unless you intentionally do it. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, you can accomplish something by accident, but you're not wow. going to be able to sustain it. Mm-hmm. You know, like a person who you made that cake and it turned out beautiful, but it, you didn't have a recipe. Okay. So you don't know how to duplicate it. Mm. So it wasn't intentional. It was a happenstance. You lucked up on it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, so we, we, we originally were bringing on people and, and promoting their businesses. Okay. But then we began to focus more on sharing topics and ideas that promote intentional success. That, okay. And everything we do mm-hmm. is about inspiring pushing, urging, whoever hears our voice mm-hmm. to not procrastinate, number one. Okay. To number two, believe that your creator is within you and that you were born with a gifting that's in you, that you have an obligation. Mm. You have an obligation to unearth that gift because mm. we're earthen vessels. Yes. So you have to unearth that gift and put it to use in the earth. Mm. Because for wow. a long time, I wasn't utilizing my gift. I, mm-hmm. was, I was making money in real estate finance. I was buying properties. I was, I was so good. I, had a, I met a guy from the Middle East who would buy all the real estate I wanted, <laughs> rehab it, and sell it to me. Mm. And then give, he would give me the money to buy it from him, mm. wow. to purchase the properties. And so I didn't, wow. I, what, what I learned was, I learned the importance of relationships. Mm-hmm. I learned, I began to understand the seven streams of revenue, you know, and that money is at the bottom of the seven streams. Wow. And so when I, when I began to see, I said, okay, Lord, look, I'm go, I quit the, 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 the real estate business and mm-hmm. began to do what I was, what he called me to do, what yes. I was, what he saved me from, because I was mm-hmm. selling drugs. Yeah. I became yeah. a believer. I was, yeah. living, I was homeless, living in a car. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to walk the streets with knives and all kind of stuff on me, mm-hmm. you know? And so when, when I was introduced to this God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and he introduced himself in such a magnanimous way. Okay. I mean, huge. You, it's the equivalent of standing in front of Sears Tower. Wow. And you see how small you are mm. standing before that, that, that monstrous building. Mm. That's how big God still is to me. Wow. And so, mm. so when, I, when I saw that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. But then I allowed the environment to pull me wow. and to discourage me and mm. to... Um, Jade, my enthusiasm. And mm. because, I mean, I grew really quickly. I was traveling. I was traveling, preaching and speaking and teaching wow. after a couple of years of being born again. Mm. And people were like, you just came in off the street, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. but that's where I was. Right. So I understand everything I've gone through, mm-hmm. everything I've lived through. Mm. I'm 66 years old. Yes. Now. Yes. Actually, I'm I'm almost 66 and a half. <laughs> that and, half counts. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and the thing is, I realize that I'm just now getting to the point mm. where God has said, okay, he's just about ready. Because mm. there was a lot of things I had to go through, a lot of things wow. I had to shed, a lot of things I had to learn. Yeah. And so 
I believe God knows he can trust me mm-hmm. to not take his, try to be glorious yeah. or magnificent or be great. Wow. I have no desire to be great. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to be known other than people hearing my voice mm-hmm. and saying, wow, I need that. Mm. That's my desire right there. Right, right. Well, you know, like I said, you know, friends, we're almost out of time, but we just want to thank you all for listening today. And if you didn't hear this entire broadcast, you can tune into our website or to get more updates, um, just please leave a comment. And that's at www.roadtoeternity.net. We've been talking to James H. Carpenter Barnes today, a phenomenal individual, has so much information and author, um, we were just deep sea diving and he'll leave you in that water. You know, you can kind of feel it, you know, things are moving around, but he is really someone that you should know, someone that you should follow. Um, he has a number of different media outlets that you can find him. James, how can they get a hold of you to find out more about the show, Shattered Ceilings, um, oh. The Life Imagined, uh, JW they, Fusion? There's so much that you have to offer your books. How can they get a hold to get more information? Yeah. They go to the Life Imagined website, which is, uh, you can go to www.life-imagined.org. Okay. That's life-imagined.org. If you just put that in Google, it'll take you right to the website. Everything is there, the books, uh, the classes we've done so far, what our mission is, what our focus is, that our desire is that People don't have to be made to feel you you have to be in a quote-unquote traditional church setting mm. to have an experience with your creator. Yes. Your creator loves you right where you are, mm. as you are. Wow. You don't have to get yourself together. He will get you together. Mm. You just open your heart and it just acknowledge the fact that you desire that your creator become a part of your life. Because he's way he desires that all would come to him. Mm. That's his heart's desire. Mm. And so that's what it's all about, Sheila, is, wow. is connecting humanity to mm. connect creation to yes. the creator. Wow. That's the bottom line. Wow. Well, we're out of time, but just remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. And this gentleman that we had on today is definitely strategically gifted by God. James, we want to thank you so much. Pastor James, as we call you, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, Like I said, it's a lot of information. We're going to be listening to more angels now. We're going to be not looking around and we're going to look within so that we can find that thing that we're looking for, which is God, who is there all the time. And so we don't have to be like Wizard of Oz, clicking our heels, like, where am I there? Am I home? Yes, you are where you need to be doing the right thing at the right time with the right people, because God is everywhere, as you said. So we just thank you so much for the information, the impartation (laughs) that you have given us as well. And we'll look forward to having you back again, because there's so much more. You're like a book with chapters and chapters. He just floods you (laughs) with information, with revelations and things. And we so enjoy the time that we can be able to speak with you. So once again, thank you so much. And we'll look forward to having you back again. And like I said, friends, we're out of time. If you didn't hear this entire broadcast, you can always go back and and uh, to www.roadtoeternity.net and be able to tune in to hear more information if you've missed something today. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. 
We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.